Bunsen, Dolly, Internal, Why do we need Patrick, Oscar, Isaac, Transplanting, Steve. Nick, how you doing? Oh, I'm having a, I'm just having my cup of tea, getting ready for the day. It's pissing down with rain outside, which is quite unpleasant. But hey, oh, let's it? look. It's it not is, raining yeah. in London. It's raining. No, it's on away shines. Oh, you'll get it soon enough, I'm sure. COVID. COVID. So you see the results from the Oxford trial at the weekend. I did. See, I was about. That was what I was going to talk to you about today. Ah, it's, right. Okay. It's the, it's the battle of the vaccines, isn't it, Nick? Well, so the, the this this paper's come out, which is based on this um, you know, Chadox um, vector from the University of Oxford. So yeah. I've had a quick look at the paper. I mean, the headline story was that it prevented; um, it was seventy percent effective. But seventy uh, percent when they gave him one hundred percent of the dose twice. So the yeah. devil's in the detail, and actually, none of this is yeah. in the paper. So the first thing to note is the paper that's been released doesn't have any of the effectiveness data. If that what okay. that's what you'd call it, yeah. so um, there's this kind of mistake they made apparently, which was serendipitous. That in some some of their stratification, some of their selection of patients, they only used half the dose to begin with, so by mistake, and they only realised when they thought, "Oh, these people are not getting as severe adverse reaction." So, yeah. um, so then oh, sorry, so let, let's, take, let's take a step back. So, so this vaccine. Um, has two you have to you have to take it twice there's two processes right and 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 it's how you take it which seems to be affecting the the efficacy of the vaccine and people yeah, that took booster, half a dose can, rather like a, than a full dose uh, it's like we don't we don't actually we don't actually know that for certain yet but the doses are 28 days apart and you're right you have an initial dose and then a booster dose four weeks later anyway so that's the headline stuff 90 percent effective uh, mm -hmm. In some patients, and and sixty actually sixty percent in the other patients, just over sixty percent. That's mm -hmm. what's been released, but that's not published yet. That's not in the paper. If you look at the paper, it's very much a paper that's focused on the safety and also the immunogenicity. So that's what happens in your body, in your blood, that shows that the vaccine is working. Mm, the so paper we, is... spoke, we spoke about this before, but just to kind of r remind ourselves, like the the way this is working is it's a it's a it's a it's a modified form of a virus which is telling your body to produce a protein which sticks to the to sticks to covid but anyway the paper is like massively it's a really complicated strategy like there's there's all of these different groups and there's all different um ratios of people in the control to the test group and different ages and i think that's a function of how they just tested the safety because they used it first on younger people to check whether or not it was safe or not before they went through and started using it on older people that's and one of the interesting uh, i guess with a new with with a new drug perhaps i yeah. don't know um i guess it's not that often that new vaccines are tested to be honest and this is another point that i'm going to talk about in a in a later podcast mm. but um yeah, in short, they found, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff they found. I mean, they only looked at about um, 500 patients, about 560 patients. So mm -hmm. it's not like a massive study of thousands of people. It's a safety study of about 500 people. Mm -hmm. um, and they found, it's interesting, there's quite a lot of adverse reactions. So even though it's it's safe, um, just looking here um, about, let's have a look. 86% in the younger group and 77% in the middle 
age group, that's 56 to 69, and 65% of the older people reported at least one systemic reaction. So the majority of people had fatigue, headache, feverishness, or muscle pain. And amongst those, it seemed like muscle pain, headache, and fatigue were like the most common. So it's not like a totally benign thing. And some of these effects were kind of thought to be moderate. Okay, mm -hmm. so um, that's that's quite interesting. The immunogenicity seemed similar regardless of what group that people were in. So if you look at the data, the amount of antibodies your body's producing, your what's called your humoral response, is very similar regardless of what dose you got. And the other thing to note is what, that... Does that mean we could give people less? Um, I think so. I mean, I think that's what the, yeah. the kind of the, the sort of mistake has sort of indicated no one really knows why that should be the case i couldn't find mm -hmm. any information on on real cast iron predictions of why the smaller dose should I, be I, more. I found a couple there's a nice uh, review uh, of the kind of the overview of this in um, in nature written by um uh, ewan calloway and and the, the, they interviewed a series of immunologists um, about possible reasons for this and you know, in the typical academic style, what they did was they all got excited that you know, fantastic, we've got some, we've got more things to learn, you know, and they've gone away and, and thought of some su suggestions. Um, let me just find them. Uh, they, so this was from um, Katie Ewer, who's an immunologist at Oxford's Jenner Institute. Um, she said, "I'm keen to get back into the lab and start thinking about how we can address this question." She has two leading theories of uh, why a lower first dose might have had led to a better protection against COVID. It's possible that lower doses of the vaccine do a better job at stimulating the subset of immune cells called T cells that support the production of antibodies. She said, "So that was one hypothesis." She said, "Another potential explanation is the immune the immune system's response against the chimpanzee virus. Um, the vaccine triggers an immune response not only to to." the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein, but also uh, components of the viral vector. So, so that they're the two hypotheses that that person suggested, um, that, you know, it might actually just be respond, responding to the... Interesting, yeah. Interesting. So it sounds a bit like sort of hand-waving at the moment. No, it's, no one really knows, but like you say... No, no, no but people are working on it, yeah. Interesting for future work, but yeah, but um, at the moment, it's just people just want something that's effective, don't they, in the short term? Indeed, indeed, indeed. Um, anyway, the good things about this study is that the it seems to... Well, the other thing to just note is as well, they haven't shown any reduction in effect on getting the disease, right? Right. So getting severe disease, which is the important thing. And they haven't mm. shown any effect on whether it reduces infection, which prevents transmission. So we don't know about transmission. We don't know about severe disease. But all we know the is way that it was the way that it was reported was, well, in the study, the data that's not been reported in the paper, the way in which um, they found whether or not people had got covid after um, being in the trial was that people got symptoms and then they were tested so that's where those figures of 90 percent and 62 percent have come from there mm. were much fewer people in the vaccine group who had symptoms and then were subsequently tested whereas in the mm -hmm. control group and there were much more of them incidentally the control vote was a was a there was a, a control group which was kind of like i think a sort of uh, a meningitis uh, vaccine yeah. It's called M-A-C-W-Y. And the other thing to note is the adverse reactions, were there were much less in the control group than in the test group. So the few, there's a few things, well, no, not really. I mean, if the, if, the, if the adverse reactions in the control group are much less, it means that the, there's greater adverse reactions in the test group. So Indeed. You, don't, like, you, don't want, you don't want, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, so it's interesting. The devils are kind of in the details in these papers. Another thing to note is that there were 13 people who had serious adverse events during the study period. Okay, so that's a red flag to start with. But apparently, mm. the kind of inside knowledge is that they were unrelated to the vaccine because there were quite a lot of old people. It's unsurprising that there would be people who reported serious yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose, problems. I suppose the, the way I think about it is, you know, so, so, so there's two questions, right? Does it work? And then what's the dosing, right? And and um, and you can imagine that that dosing is proportional to, uh, you know, if, if, you don't, if you don't give people enough of it, it's not going to work. And you give people too much of this, start kind of seeing adverse reactions. And so, um, the, again, um, in this in this article, um, uh, they, they got James Wilson, who, who's the virologist who actually pioneered the use of adrenoviruses in vaccines in the early 90s. And he's basically said, um, he, he's, he thinks, you know, again, it's complete conjecture at this point, just said, you know, it's possible that the AstraZeneca um, uh, vaccine threaded the needle with their dosing, he said, right? So he thinks they might have just, you know, this, this half dose and full dose might have been, you know, might have got lucky. Um, um, uh, so it's actually the kind of dosing, not necessarily the efficacy of the, of the vaccine itself. Sure. Anyway, massive study. Huge congratulations to people involved because it's incredibly difficult to run these at such short notice. It's a big team mm. all around the country from different universities, including um, Oxford and Southampton. So well done, everybody. Mm.